Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi everyone and welcome back to New Slips. This is our main episode out on a Tuesday with me, Sophie Brown. And me, Robin Richford. It is so lovely to be back with you. And I am so excited to jump into our topic today. That's basically what we do. We come up with a topic each week that's kind of like puzzling us or something that we find interesting being women in our late 20s, early 30s and kind of trying to figure life out. Um, So that's exactly what it is that we do with you guys. Absolutely. And we have an episode uh, called Extra Lippy on a Friday, which is where we take your guys' suggestions, questions, dilemmas um, that you send in and we give you some unsolicited feedback and advice, (laughs) which we absolutely love doing. (laughs) We love it. We love hearing what it is that's bothering you because nine times out of ten, it's what's bothering us as well. So it's really nice. Um, to kind of connect with you in that way. So if you do want to send any in, you can do. The Instagram is at the Loose Lips Podcast, or you can get us via email, which is looselips at dateproductions.com. Certainly can. How have you been, Robin? What have you been up to? Oh, babe, what have I not been bloody up to? <laughs> any goths, any inquiries? Oh, fuck going me. On? I sat, I sat in a white transit van going all the way from London to Glasgow to move all my stuff, honestly, so. No, that sounds like hell on earth. No, it was hell on earth, and I'll tell you why. Because we spent the whole day hacking the freaking van, yeah. and then we left at 8 p.m. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. no, yes, 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 swear to God. I actually got to one point and I was like, I'm actually delirious. Like, honestly, we'd we'd been up for like 21 hours by that point. And I was like, I've actually, the ladies, I spent the last four hours of the journey. Now, bear in mind, I am tone deaf, okay? And I spent the last four hours of that journey singing musical theatre songs. Good God, that would send me into a coma in itself. <laughs> <laughs> How unbearable is that? But it was, I'd just gone delirious, I think. I think I'd just got to a point of like, like sheer desperation for anything to keep, to keep us both awake. So yeah, that was that was me this week, and then I was just got to the other side and realised like, what the fuck we have to empty it off? Yeah, you're not even done at that point. I tell you what, I know everybody says moving is stressful, one of the most stressful things, but it really is. Like when I moved into this flat, I thankfully my mum very kindly helped me with with everything, and I had the audacity to think that I could pack my whole old flat up in not very long amount of time. Like I left it to the last minute, and I forgot that that was four years of my life, and I was moving one whole flat into one room and I was honestly I still am embarrassed at how much stuff I, I brought to this flat like the people in reception saw me do so many loads I know. they must have been like what a psycho 
Why I don't get it. I, but I still can't really comprehend how I ended up with so much stuff. No, honestly, you have so much stuff that you don't realise. And obviously, because I was been working up in Glasgow Monday to Friday, I flew down after work on the Friday, got back about 6pm, and I had to pack a whole flat. Now, I mean, like a whole no. flat in a oh day. Oh my gosh, And no. it was unbearable. And then I got back and I felt so sorry for myself. You know, you feel so sorry for yourself. No. Like, why am I not in a place in life where I can just pay eight grand for someone to do that for me? Like, why am I not there? <laughs> I definitely would next time. Like, I would find that money somewhere. I do think that that must make an astronomical difference. Oh, my God, yeah. It must do. It must do. But, like, the guy quoted me £8,000. I just could not even. £8,000? You married for £8,000. Honestly, £8,000. £8,000. Like, eight with three zeros. And I was like, are you fucking joking? Who was this guy? Was he going to... We're blacklisting himself. Like a present or what the hell? It's because what a lot of the companies now, it's really hard now just to get a man with a van. Like a lot of them now want to come and pack it all for you. I mean, they want to, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of like a full package or nothing, especially when you're going so far. I think, imagine if you're not going that far, I'm sure that's not the case. Uh, but no. If you're going from London to Glasgow, and then this one guy was like, I'll move you for 1500 And then I just didn't trust him. But, you know, that's a that's a good point because some um, quotes for things can be so vastly different that you think, who's telling the truth here? And which yeah. one is the one that's like, is someone massively mugging me off or is someone not going to, like, they're literally either going to scam you or they're not going to yeah. do the job? Right. Yeah. I know. I felt really bad, but I was just like, I don't know how you, to tell you that you're too cheap at £1,500. Maybe that is normal. Maybe just because you had such an astronomical eight grand Maybe. in your face that you thought, oh my God, that's not that like that's nothing. But actually, still, size of that. And the thing is, the journey's eight hours, right? So it's not that like you're around the corner. So if he doesn't turn up around the corner, you know he's at it and he's off with your stuff. I would have to wait a day to find out if he'd made it. Do you know what I mean? And by then, he's in bloody Germany. Yeah, no. That... I mean, I don't know what he wants with my IKEA furniture anyway, to be honest. But you know what I mean. Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't do that. We rented a van, which was a whole other thing because they rang us at twenty past seven that morning. That morning I was leaving. It was like, oh, they just like, you know, we don't have a van now. I was like, are you joking? And I will not name the company, but holy moly, it was the worst experience. And I was like, I'm moving house today. I don't know what part of that you don't get. Yeah, sorry, I don't have any left in the area. And I was like. So I, pay, I paid for it, by the way. Like, you know, they hold it, hold the money on my account and we'll book it and you're now telling me there is none. And I was just like, this is the worst day of my life. So yeah, it was it was not a great Saturday for me. <laughs> but I survived. <laughs> you, yeah, you've done it now. Oh, I've done it now. Thank God for that. Yeah. You just, just have to get it. The mission of buying a bloody place, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I was going to say, let's pretend that you don't have to move it again, but at least it's going to be within the area yeah exactly and actually talking of that coming back is so interesting because I've obviously moved back to Glasgow for a little bit for this job and being back in your kind of old kind of environment it like like it just brings up memories for you and I was like out at Jack Whitehall the other night and I saw a girl that I went to school with um, and I was like that never happened to me because I was, I was in London for like 13 years I'm just not used to that not used to that. That's so true. I'm the same. I've lived in Manchester over six years now. I don't see anyone from school. I do when I go home, though. I do go home quite a lot, to be fair. But it's even kind of more nostalgic because I don't see them that often. So you really like, 
sends you out. Yeah, and then I really embarrassed myself being like, went up to her and was really, really excited to see her. And she must have been like, what a psycho, is she okay? Because I was just so, because for me, it was just so out the ordinary. But for her, I'm pretty sure that's pretty normal to see people she went to school with. Yeah, you were there like bounding over. Like, yes, I was. I was like, I hugged her. And then after I was like, why did I just hug her? Oh, you were like, fuck Jack Whitehall. I just want to see my schoolmate. This is even better. It was so funny. Um, I think we should chat about it. Let's chat about some school stories. Yeah, this is um, this is interesting because it's funny. Everybody, I think there's certain things that, that people have the same experience, I feel, like with school. Like, you know, when like certain, sometimes I'm on TikTok or whatever and it'll be like, do you remember these theme tunes or these things from school and stuff? And you're like, oh my gosh, like it's just like unearthed this bit of childhood that like I forgot even existed. But I feel like so many things are really similar, but then obviously some things people have what like vastly different experiences with school yeah of course and also as well like depends where you are in the country I imagine as well like whereabouts kind of like are you kind of growing up like the trends and things like I remember kickers were like a trend in our school did you, did you ever go through the kickers trend no the trainers like the trainers. Mm, yeah no, well the, yeah they're, I mean yeah you could call them tra- I mean they're unique they're unique <laughs> We would all wear them to school, or was it like a bit of a a, a rebel kind rebel of run? Yeah, was no. my mom never let me. My mom never let me, but they were they were very trendy at one point. The kickers for sure. Oh, those bloody skirts that are like literally just below your bum cheeks. That's atrocious when you think about it, isn't it? Oh, we used to roll them up. So, like my school history is that I went to a really small primary school, little village school, tiny, six people in my year. What? Um, yeah, six. Yeah, was it six, six girls in my year and then I think wow. five boys or something. So like 11 people in the whole year. And we used to what? have like joint years. Yeah, so it was tiny, little village. And I did love it. It was very, very cute. But then obviously going into high school, oh my hundreds God. of people. So then I went to an all-girls grammar school. So I did my 11 plus test and I got into the all-girls grammar school. Yeah, my experience was interesting with that. How was that going to an all-girls school? I can't imagine that. Oh, it was, I mean, I so I personally wouldn't send my kids to single-sex school now, actually. Oh, really? Uh, I've got friends, right? It's funny because we reminisce about it like you do mm. with people, but some of them absolutely loved it, right? But just for me, I think it would have been better for me to go to a, a mixed school. I think the first couple of years, I loved it. Like I was, you know, top of things. I remember I decorated the Christmas tree in year seven because I got like one of the best <laughs> By year 11, I was like one of the worst. Like it literally like really? the other way. But I think it just, I think I just, it, it, it's very, like, very bitchy. It's very, there's a lot of damaging stuff that can happen in the way of all girls together. Like it's, it's a lot. You fall out all the time. Some people are so nasty. Like, honestly, your life is really impacted by it. And then when you see boys outside of school, you're like, oh my God, it's a, it's a male. Like you're like over the top about it compared to a few people. Yeah. And been with them. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I do always wonder, like, if you would be kind of, like, not scared of guys or if it would go the opposite where you'd find them so intriguing that you would kind of, I don't know, like, kind of fall in love, like, really easily. And, like, I don't know how it would kind of work. You know what I mean? When you're a teenager and you got all those hormones flying around, whereas, like, I remember, you know, I went to, like, a you know, a normal, I say normal school. There's no such thing. Like, mixed school. And... State school, yeah. Yeah, I went to state school. Yeah, they, like, the boys used to give me the egg like because they stunk because they went through, they well, were going through yeah. puberty and they were like smelly and you were like oh they're ringing and you know like so yeah. but I I do always wonder if you were kind of like in an all-girls school if you kind of romanticize them a little bit and be like oh they're exciting and like mm-hmm. you know what I mean 
I think I idolized them a bit more, 100%. Because we'd only see them sometimes. Like I started getting a, a school bus when we moved to our different house. So they'd be on the bus and you'd really look forward to it. And you'd be like, like it would be, it would be like really fun. Like it was like this exciting thing. But to be fair, some of my friends are like, they enjoyed going to an all girls school because they never cared. Like we never cared what we looked like and stuff really. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like we could just go to school and be like, well, it's just all girls anyway kind of thing. Yeah, that's a good point actually. I do wonder how much that impacts you when you're kind of like in those kind of like developing years. I think my school, I don't know if this is big or not. I think we used to have about um, maybe two to three hundred in a year or something like that. Yeah. Quite big. Oh, yeah. That's quite big, actually, I think. I think Is we... it? Yeah, it was quite funny, actually. I went back to my school. I was doing a BBC thing and I went back to my school just a couple of months ago and it's very strange to go back. Very I strange. I've, I've thought about it before. We drove near it when I was back home. Not even that close, but like, you know, you just remember, you're like, oh, it's down that road to the left. Like, you're like, I've walked down there or got the bus down there. And yeah. I just thought, I wonder what it would be like to go back now see I'd love to do that because I, I I like like doing things like that and speaking in schools and stuff and I, I think yeah. that it would be a, a nice thing to do but it is it's a it's a crazy thought I mean you spent so much of your time there and so many like poignant years where you were like mm. coming the person that you are as well it's just got so much pressure I think sometimes school doesn't it especially high school like I was just so tough on myself and I think if I if I could go back I would I would definitely be a little bit more chill like I was so highly strong <laughs> I was kind of like inherently I just was like quite like a high achiever you know and probably partly driven by my parents but also partly driven just by me like I think I was just yeah I just kind of was really focused in school I was I was kind of at my prime of focus and things like that at school which is kind of hard yeah. to think isn't it really so were you what, what was your like not persona at school but were you like pretty pretty good like good great like do you yeah yeah, yeah. Yes, I had good grades, but I was, um, so this is quite a funny, so I think I was in the, I mean, who knows, it's all perspective, isn't it? But I think I was in what, I guess, the majority of classes, like the popular crowd, Um, Um, but I was kind of like the geeky one of the popular crowd, if that makes sense. So like my my friends were like a bit more rebellious than me. So when it was like everyone was starting to drink and things like that, they would kind of do it and I would kind of stick my tongue and pretend I was doing it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I was kind of one of those because my mum was always really strict with me growing up and I think she would have killed me to be honest but I was always kind of like around like the kids like I was never really around the ones that were kind of in classes with me because I would then take subjects obviously that were a bit maybe geekier so like I loved physics and math. Well, I know I was one of them honestly I was one of them but I never really like hung about with those people in my class like that were in my classes yeah. like outside of classes so I was kind of, yeah, I guess the kind of geeky side of the of the popular kids. I was I was kind of like a geek in disguise, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see, you were pretending to be doing the alcohol. I was drinking it and projectile vomiting in people's gardens. So, you know, there's <laughs> like... Love it. I just, we went a bit wild, you know, especially because it was just like the girls. And then if we got invited to anything, it was like, you know, I don't know, it was just this whole super exciting thing. So I think we all just went a bit, uh, bit AWOL, really. I mean, I have cleaned up many, many a vomit from my friends. Welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you have a feel-good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week, we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine, 
and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone, no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow. Oh my God, that just reminded me of the most disgusting story. Ah, uh, what? <laughs> what my, is it? My little boyfriend, he was, I say little boyfriend. He was like, my little me. boyfriend? He was the same age as me, obviously. <laughs> Anyway, right. my, my boyfriend at the time obviously I was in a long term relationship with 15 because it's me oh so, of course of course I was the womb, yeah <laughs> of course I was I wasn't I wasn't dating around oh no I had the same boyfriend from like 14 to like 20 or something stupid anyway I know I know I know anyway when we were we were not official yet we were kind of like dating or something and we'd gone around to um my, one of my best friends house her mom and dad's house and we'd had like a you know a little party when we're not supposed to or whatever and I just remember him like projectile vomiting in the garden honestly and I had to like hose it up and it was like a whole thing and then I rang his dad because I was like being the geek that I was was scared he was gonna die (laughs) oh god yeah imminent death obviously yeah (laughs) obviously he's gonna die so I was like oh my god he's actually gonna die so I like rang his dad and then his dad comes around and he's like, thank you for looking after him. And then we made it official because his dad said that was a good day. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. I mean, he could have gone either way. He could have been like, why did you ring my dad? Like, you know, what were you, because I would have, I had, so I, I had quite strict parents, like, especially with alcohol and stuff. But to be yeah. fair, my mum came around to the idea a bit more. And she also liked the fact that, you know, if I was honest with her, then obviously she knew what I was up to. So yeah. it was kind of that like playoff of like, could you buy me some alcohol from the shop because I'm going to this party? And then she knew kind of how much I was buying and also where I was going. Whereas yeah. when I sort of like first started doing that, I wouldn't tell them. And 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 you you don't want to be in that position where like if anything did happen and you needed to like, yeah. you know, obviously they would want to come and get you. But when you're that age, you think you're just going to be in the worst trouble and you've done the most horrific thing. But my dad was super strict, like any alcohol. Like I, I got so... Oh, I got fully, fully grounded for the time that we took alcohol and then drank it and went on. Like we used to have these underage nights. Don't know if you used to have them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But we'd buy a ticket. So the popular girls, the popular girls would do these parties and they used yeah. with their name. We had this a lot in our school because we had a, I feel like I can say this because I'm not sort of naming the names, but we had a hazing gem that were like the popular girls. And that was okay. the letters of their names. Okay. Like, okay. It was like LTWA or something that used to do the party, something like that. And that was like their names. It was like when we were, yeah, not old enough to, to drink legally. We weren't like, I think we were about 15. Mm-hmm. We were all kind of like starting to experiment with with alcohol and stuff. But they were flipping carnage, these parties. We'd all like sneak alcohol and we'd hide it in the bushes of the of the gardens, like in Cheltenham and stuff like that. Well, it was kind of bad, actually, because one of my friends ended up in hospital. Um, and then, uh, yes. Yeah, not great. No, so that was bad. And then obviously it came back to me because I was the one that took the alcohol from my house. And I was like, well, it's not my fault. You know, no. we, were all, we were all drinking it. But yeah, that was, um, my dad was yeah, furious. You're like, I'm just the thief. You know, I mean, it's not my fault that I have like the skills and the capabilities to make the plans come to life, you know? Yeah, I was just the, the, the mule. I was just yeah. transporting <laughs> alcohol. Like, you know, I um, but no, I also drank it. But yeah, things like that, obviously, you know, that was a not a great situation. But um, I think no, I had I had a best one where I went against my little goody two shoes nature one time. I thought my mum and dad were away to Edinburgh for the weekend, and I <laughs> was supposed to be staying at my friends, and I took a spare key 
and threw a big party in here. There was, I'm not even exaggerating, maybe like 60 people, maybe, in my mom and dad's living room and downstairs. I'd invited everyone. Mom and dad came home early. Now, our driveway is like, it's kind of like a long one that like bends round to the to left. So I just saw the lights coming. Oh, and obviously God. I was a bit tipsy and I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And they just drove up this driveway and parked outside and was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, um, yeah, so that was that was the worst trouble I've ever been in. In fact, I was kicked out, I think. I went and stayed with my friend. Really? Yeah, yeah. My dad was like, get out of this house. And then all I had was all these like 14-year-old boys running around with like one shoe in each hand shouting parents parents yeah. <laughs> uh, i yeah i think that's similar the worst thing that i did really was we had a new year's party and in my old house like basically my parents were having a party upstairs my brother was having a party like up upstairs and i was in like the basement and a it- lot of people ended up turning up and you can't control it anymore at no. that point like there's a i feel like there's a cutoff point where like you kind of know what's going on and then when there's too many people and like kids at that age they don't care like they don't care if they're damaging anything and like they're all you know people are throwing up and whatever and it's just that that was bad this girl opened a pack of oats like you know like the breakfast oats like chopped them everywhere they got stamped into the floor because everyone had their shoes on there was alcohol everywhere it was literally like it created like this haste that stuck to the floor it was just after christmas because yeah it was new year I was just so scared of my, like, I, I, my dad was like, you're not coming back up until you've cleaned all of that up. I was there like scraping up, <laughs> like crying into this paste, like, but I had to use all my Christmas money on having the floors professionally cleaned. Oh my God. Yeah. Shut up. That's yeah. some good parenting there, by the way. That's some pretty top notch parenting. What? Making me yeah. my Christmas. I mean, yeah. Because I mean, you wouldn't do it again, would you? No. And unfortunately, a lot of my brother's stuff got stolen as well there was like headphones <sighs> and this signed like rugby picture and like it wasn't good it was it was bad like it wasn't but apart from that I didn't yeah that was probably one of the worst things but it just gets out of hand like that was sick form so we were a little bit older yeah, yeah it's harder when you're older as well people start bringing their brothers and pals and the yeah. and you're yeah. like you, you, I, I said to people like who are you with or like <laughs> do I know you <laughs> I don't care they're already in my house at that point do you know what I mean I'm like I know did you like school, do you think? Like if someone said to you, did you enjoy your school life? Do you think you did? So overall, yes. I think the primary school I loved, I was in this cute little school and like I don't remember loads of it, but I did I did like it. And at that point, I was pretty academic. Like I really enjoyed classes, like I was doing well. And then the first few years of high school was the same. Like I was doing really well, loved learning and stuff. Like that was a bit of me. And it kind of flipped a bit as I got older because I got a little bit more boisterous and I loved my sport and things like that. And I kind of got a bit more into that. Mm-hmm. So it kind of flipped a bit. And then I think being at an all-girls school was was tricky. There was a lot of hard times with that. But then when I went to sick form, I went to like a state sick form, but you had to sort of interview to get in because they tried to keep as many people within the school there. Right. Best decision I ever made. The, the, those two years, honestly, were so fun. Like, so fun. It was amazing. It's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah, because when you're kind of making those decisions at that age, you don't realise the impact that it's having. God, no. And I almost, so there was a girl's school and a boy's school. And my brother went to the boy's school. He was two years younger than me. And like, we would all sort of connect and things. And a lot of things happened between the girls and the boys. And I was going to go to the boy's sick form. And I'm so pleased that I didn't because it, it's that thing of like, I feel like anything that happens in school stays with you for a long time. And obviously mm. like people make a bigger thing of stuff that happens. So if there's any rumors or anything like that, it, it carries with you. And like, 
I just think that it was so good that I didn't go to that that sixth form and that I went to a different one. And it was a fresh start for me. I was sort of like the popular one because I was new. It was a new, fresh face. Like, you know, I had different friendship groups. We'd have a party every weekend. Like someone would have a house party. Like it was just amazing. Oh, isn't it so nice though when you hear of like such positive school stories? Because sometimes it can be tough, man. Like yeah. it, it can be really hard to like navigate. And I do think it's a little bit like the luck of the draw, like where you kind of end up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went to good school. So our school was like, you know, one of those schools that's like, it's a state school, but like people try to move to the area to get into it sort of thing. Yeah. And I think that really made a difference to my school experience because it was kind of like cool to kind of be smart and good at sports and stuff like that. It was kind of like that, that was cool. It wasn't like, it was really uncool. You know what I mean? And I think that that kind of changes it. But I was like, I was like the kid that went to every, well, I'm sure that surprises you. Uh, not <laughs> but I was the kid that went to like every single fucking thing I yeah. played double bass I was dancing I was head of the business enterprise and it was a whole thing. <laughs> yeah I mean so I was in in sick four I was head of the um, prom committee I think that's where it were like I really started to come into my own sort of business mind I was like so I would do all the phone calls, like the all the venues, all the money stuff. Like I loved it. Like I really, I love really that enjoyed shit. it. Yeah, I was I like thriving. So cool. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say I, that's when I really came into my partying ways. You know, oh, wow. head of the prom committee. <laughs> I think I was already a goner at that point. I already, yeah. They were like, "Wait, who loves a party more than anyone else?" I know, so for that. Literally, uh, yeah. I think I combined my two skills: partying and like business negotiation girl you need to start an events planning company oh i'd love to do that you know yeah i would as well yeah maybe maybe we've got a new business here yeah loose lips events yeah 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 it is you don't have to listen to us talking you can just come and get drunk and and make sure you don't mess up sophie's carpet or else you have to pay for it (laughs) yeah exactly Uh (laughs) i would love that i just think school shapes you in a way that you don't even at all see it at the time in any way whether that's like kind of oh what's your thoughts on private skills i, just I literally no i literally was going to ask you this question so i was going to say to you what's your thoughts on private schools and would you uh, whether you want kids or not would you send your kid you do you want kids I can't yeah i want kids yeah. yeah would you send them to private school like yeah what's your standpoint if i had the funds to send my kids to private school i would and the reason i would isn't because of maybe necessarily the reasons that are more obvious. So it's, I don't think they're going to get a much greater education as a general rule. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Also, here's a fun fact. Did you know that teachers in private schools don't even need to be qualified teachers because they just have to have a degree in whatever they're teaching? What? Yeah, so actually the level of education... I mean, as a general rule, it's probably higher because, for instance, if it's science, it's, you know, someone that has a science degree, you know, rather than... But yeah, they don't have to have a qualification to be a teacher, which is mental. Anyway, uh, so I don't know if the actual education is all that different in that sense, but I think for me, knowing um, how industries work and knowing how workplaces work, I just think the greater the network that you can give your kid from a younger age, I think the better. So that's why I would send them to a private school and I would, you know, I'd kind of swallow the fact that I know that they might come out a little bit more pompous, but I'd hopefully have the confidence that because of who I am, then yes. hopefully then that wouldn't actually go too far. If yeah, you know what I mean. exactly. You can obviously, you're, you know, yes, they're at school a lot of the time, but equally your home life, you can help kind of like shape them into, you know, and it's about teaching kids that like, yeah, these things are not the be all and end all and who's got the, you know, the newest bag or the whatever. And because at private school, things can get a bit more like that and, and mm-hmm. things like money can get brought into it. But I'm the same standpoint. Like if I could afford it, I think I would. My thing is similar, like the network and things like that. But also just, I would have loved to have gone. And I, from a sports perspective, I'm really mm-hmm. sporty. Sports are fantastic in like private schools and you get the opportunity to try so many different ones. Like you can play to a really high level, not that you can't in state schools, but like, I just feel like it's a real, I don't know. It's real, yes, it is such a focus. And I just feel like when I speak to, you know, friends or whatever that have been to private school, like it, it's like a community and it's like a, they've got like um, traditions and like things like, like it, I feel like it follows through in so many things in life. Like it's an experience and I would okay. like to be able to give my kid that if I could. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of my best friends all went to private school and I think that was quite interesting actually because when I moved to London, I went to a performing arts school that was very expensive to to attend. I got a scholarship, but there was very few scholarships in my year. So as a general rule, it was people that were higher up in the wealth bracket that kind of went to these schools as they do performing arts. I also think as well is a bit of a luxury to do performing arts as a career. And it tends to kind of like attract the elite and stuff like that. So because of that, then a lot of my friends actually did go to private school. And it's really interesting like you say, kind of that community thing that they have that I didn't have. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've noticed definitely, in, you know, in terms of career and opportunity and stuff, doors open for them that don't open for everyone because such and such as dad works there and gave them work experience at that point. And yeah, I just think, yeah, it's a, it's really interesting. And me and my brother always have this debate because my brother is the complete opposite. So really? Yeah. My brother would never send his kids to private school no matter how much money he had. He just doesn't believe in it as a system. He doesn't, he believes that you should be in there with people with all different backgrounds and it gives you a greater kind of like understanding of society as a whole and things like that, which I, which I do yeah. actually agree uh, with. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, a, it's totally the same angle, but I'm also a little bit more maybe 
maybe slightly more capitalist in my view of thinking if you can put them further up the ladder then do it yeah um, but I mean who knows I might not even be in the position to to do that and crazy percentage of people could never you know what I mean so yeah and it is I mean it's it's such an investment as well like you've got to think mm. your own life and your own lifestyle like do you want to be like you know close to the breadline all the time because you're putting your kids into that school like I think it will be a decision that I make at the time and obviously where I'm living as well. Like where I grew up, I was very lucky in Gloucestershire. There's some incredible schools and incredible state schools. Grammar school as well. We didn't pay for that. I did the 11 plus and I got in. I would potentially send them, you know, to a grammar school. But obviously that's a bit of a difficult one as well because if they don't pass the tests and things like that, then, you know, mm-hmm. they, can't, they can't go there. Like that, that part is quite difficult about it. I remember when lots of people didn't get into like the grammar schools when we were all doing our tests and it was, it's sad like it's not a yeah it's not great but I also to clarify I, I probably would send them to, to high school for private school because I think primary uh-huh. school it you know you can go to like I said I went to a quaint little village school and I just think you're so young then like you don't really necessarily need that kind of like you know yeah. level of yeah yeah and I do think as well it comes down to finance because I wouldn't send my kids to private school if, like you say, it was such a stretch to send them. I yeah. wouldn't do it because I would be like, actually, you're taking away from other aspects of their life, which could be holidays. It could yes. be experiences. It could be having the money to send them to whatever hobbies they want to go to. And I do think where you live is half the battle because, like you say, if there's a really good state school, why would you bother? You wouldn't, would you? Well, exactly. It wouldn't even be in consideration. Also, it is interesting, like this thing with private schools and kind of like class and levels and things like that, like, You'll have people in private schools that have just scraped putting that money together and, you know, but you'll also have, you know, a part of the population that have a a serious amount of money. Like, and it can really, it can be quite impactful, like being on the bottom end of that. Oh, yeah. I had a a friend where they used to drop their kids off, like in their worker van with like the logo on there and and the sister, she, she never wanted to go near the school with the van with the logo because everybody else was getting dropped off in like nice cars and things like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, which, which it shouldn't even be a thought process, but there is this consideration with like private schools and things. And unfortunately these things do come about because there is this kind of like different levels. Like, God, you've got probably students there where their, their parents, you know, are multi, multi, multi millionaires or, you know, whatever heirs to certain things. Do, like, know. Yeah. you know, yeah, it's so true. And but I think it, to be fair, that I, that goes into all schools. I think yeah. like it's certainly what came into mind where you know you would have people that were like financially not very well off at all, and then you'd have other people that went to their yacht at the weekend. Yeah. You know, so there yeah. was such a wide range. I think it's actually unfair to actually think that you know these things don't impact the kids. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if the impact you as an adult, then the, you know they'll probably impact you even more as a as a kids and you don't want to put them in a situation making them feel inferior from such a young age it's horrible no exactly exactly because that can be sort of just as damaging but that's the thing with school like things are so amplified like you wear the wrong shoes to school one day and you're absolutely like tormented for it I remember yeah, what the fuck it's like, so it, true it's, it's so bad you know like if you buy if you have the wrong bag or I remember when I went to high school we had blazers because it was like a yeah a, a grammar school and well loads of schools have blazers but anyway I did mine up and I remember the girl in the year above that went to my primary school she came rushing over she was like oh my god you need to undo that button like you need to <laughs> have that button done up and I was like oh my god like everything is so like yeah you just look you know I, oh, it's just funny. It is amplified. That is a perfect way to say it, you know. It's like if you do your hair the wrong way and it's like, oh, you can't wear your hair like that. And you're like, yeah. what? And I used to think it was so unfair as well. Like you say, that's why I actually 
agree with uniforms. I really agree with them because I just think that it's so unfair to to kind of be judged on on that when it's just yeah. absolutely you know like I used to fear non-uniform day non-uniform day I used to hate it and because my mum my mum's always been quite kind of fashion forward she likes it she's like me well I'm like her actually she came first it, like she likes colour and things like that and I she's always like this is cool and and it was it was cool I probably looked really cool it's cool when you're 15 and everyone's wearing like a night tracksuit and it's yeah. black and you're like not cool because you're wearing like jeans, you know, like it we used to dread. I used to dread. Oh, that's so true. I was thinking back because I used to wear kind of like not different clothes, but like my mom's quite creative like that. And the stuff that she wears and things and like we weren't like trendy kids or anything. Like we'd have stuff from like, you know, boot markets and things like that. And like we wouldn't really like, yeah, get the newest stuff or anything. And like clothing you can really, God, in school, it's such a point of contention. Like, oh my God, she's wearing that. That's disgusting. Like, I can't believe that. And it would just like go through, like, especially going from girls school. Like, it's just, it's so bad. But yeah, I hope to instill in my kids that like, you know, we should never. Judge it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. But people do it as adults as well, to be honest. It's a, oh it's, yeah. I mean, we've gone very political on our school stories. Sorry, guys. I know, I know. Well, it went from, you know, throwing up in the gardens kind of like this. <laughs> it does switch up. But it is, I mean, school is like, it, it is an interesting topic. Like, everybody has a different experience. It's crazy to think back, like a lot of the experiences I think that happened at school still, not still affect me, but like you do think about certain things. And I mean, they probably do, though, to be fair. Like, obviously, when you're that age, you're so like... It, everything is so big at that time mm-hmm. and it's like as well god i remember if anything happened i would think that it would ruin the rest of my life or like it yeah would, and and like because you felt you you thought like that when you were that age like when you're a teenager like if something happened or someone took the piss out of you or you know someone told a boy that you fancied them or something oh my god the world was over yeah absolutely it was i also think as well i used to think you know when you're falling out with the friends and stuff like that it happens a lot when you're a teenager doesn't it oh. and oh my gosh when i think about it now i just think gosh like you wonder if you were ever like really mean to people and never re- realized you know what i mean yeah. that that haunts me that <laughs> yeah like, because it may you don't realize when you're kind of like 15 like and you think you're just having an argument with someone and i used to be quite like I was so self-assured from such a young age that I do wonder if I was like a little bit more kind of, because I knew my mind, I assumed everyone else knew theirs and they didn't probably, they were probably still figuring it out. And so I do, I do sometimes wonder like, oh gosh, was I ever like quite forceful when you, not forceful as in physically, but like, you know what I mean? As in like when you're kind of like having, you know, those fallouts that you have being a teenage girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do wonder if people were ever like, gosh, she's like hardcore, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there will probably be instances like that. Like, it's like that whole thing of like, you don't really know what you, in someone else's head, like what they mm-hmm. think. Like there will, there, there might be people that are like, you know, feel a certain type of way about something that you said in school. And it's also like, that stays with people. So they'll be like, oh, that thing that Robin said, duh, duh, duh. like you just- Oh, to yourself, you really, really helped me there with my- No, okay. <laughs> You know how you remember stuff from school? That yeah, like that that's what I mean. Is, it's, yeah. Because I remember some of the mean stuff people said to me. So, yeah, no, you know, you do wonder, like, did I give it back? I don't remember that side. You know, you never do, do you? I react to stuff. I still do it now. But, like, when I was in school, like, this was part of the problem. Like, I would, people would do it on purpose to me because I would react. Like, I would oh, yeah, all the time. So, One of them. 
it was like almost like a bit of a game. But yeah, that's that's where I'd get like in trouble because, well, not in trouble, but like that's where I'd get in arguments and stuff because yeah. people would give it to me and I'd react and like it would just like, it would just go from there. But I'd get so frustrated because it is, it is just so frustrating. You can't really control your emotions as much as that at that age as well. No, you can. And you, yeah, you don't, you don't have a filter, do you? And you find it hard to process stuff and, and all of that as well. So yeah, I think they probably knew you were going to bite and they were like, ah, we'll wind her up. We know yeah. who will take it. <laughs> oh, big time. Like you, you almost, um, you almost give it back, like almost in a bit of a way. Cause it's kind of like fun. Like I remember yeah. like me and my friends, like we used to like, I remember one time it was like lunchtime and we had this like fake fight in the classroom. But I mean, like we were full on pushing each other off the tables and stuff Amazing. like that. But like, it was just massively for effect, but we kind of got to the point where it was almost like we were fighting each other. Oh, like, that used to happen. But stuff like that used to happen all the time. But school is like, you reminisce on it and it's just, yeah, there's highs and lows with it. I'm really happy with my school experience. I think overall, I think it was great. Like, I think it shaped me. It definitely shaped a work ethic in me that I didn't know I had. Yeah, it was good. I think it was good. And I do think that it's quite nice actually to to reminisce. So we're taking you down memory lane today. Hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, we've been a bit all over the shop really, but I think that... It's such a wide topic school and to be honest, I've not really sat down and reminisced on some things and it just takes you in different directions, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. There I am talking about my capitalist views. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even a capitalist, that's hilarious. I'd always say like, I'm, I'm more of a socialist is what I would always say, but I do think there are certain things that you kind of um, subscribe to as they say. Yeah, no, it's an interesting topic, but... I mean, you guys as listeners, let us know what you think about the private school thing. Because I'm, I'm interested. I think it depends like case to case and it will depend, you know, at the time. But it is interesting to think about. Yeah, it definitely is. And thank you so much for listening. We will be back again on Friday with Extra Lippy, which is, of course, where we uh, answer all of your dilemmas. The best way to get in touch is at the Loose Lips podcast on Instagram or you can get us at looselips at createproductions.com. You certainly can. Or follow us on our personal Instagrams uh, at Robin Richford and at Sophie HL Brown. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.